0: Apple sells a lot of Macs with just 8 gigabytes of unified memory. And that's not enough in today's tech world. We're talking about how this causes a problem and what users need to be aware of when shopping for a Mac. On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, be sure to tune in. Hi everyone, Roman Loyola here. Last week's show was about the new M3 Max, and while we were talking about the new iMac, we drifted into a discussion about the amount of memory that Apple includes in its Macs. Specifically, Jason brought up how Apple has many standard configurations that start at 8 gigabytes, and how that's ridiculously not enough. The discussion went on for quite some time. It was over 25 minutes before editing. With the holiday shopping season here, I wanted to focus that show on the new Macs, but the Ram discussion has important buying advice too. So I decided to take that Ram discussion out of last week's show and make it its own episode, which you are listening to now. So for the next minute or two, you're going to hear a repeat of the discussion from last week's show, but then after that is the Ram discussion. Jason and Michael talk about how 8 gigabytes is not enough in a lot of instances, what Apple could be thinking, how it compares to Windows laptops, and how it affects your pocketbook. Okay, enough of me talking. Here's our discussion. There's some good, helpful insight that I hope helps when you're budgeting for that Mac investment. Take it away, guys.
1: You can't get more than 8 gigs of memory in an iMac without going into the configurator. Like none of the standard configs, they're all 8 gigs of memory. It starts at $1,300 and that's 256 gigs of storage, which is probably not going to last should, you. You should for years get and years. that one
2: anyway. You're giving up too much.
1: Yeah. And 8 gigs. But the highest end standard config is 1,700 bucks and it's still 8 gigs of memory and 512 gigs of storage. And that's the storage. It's really just
2: the storage. The middle one is fifteen which gives you the better M3 chip.
1: Yeah, you get two more GPU cores.
2: Yeah, that, that's what you're getting. It's still 256 and it's still eight gigs of RAM.
1: The sweet spot really, I mean, if you were gonna spend 1499, you'd be better off buying the 1299 model with two fewer GPU cores and instead spending that $200 on storage. And then RAM. The the extra two GPU cores is like the last bit you should upgrade after getting more storage and more RAM.
2: If you up if you double it to five twelve and get twenty-four gigs of memory, which speaking from experience is probably what you want to get if you can swing it, that brings it to nineteen hundred and that's yeah, that's really like the, the baseline. For what you should buy to keep it for a few years,
1: I honestly don't think you need 24 gigs of memory uh, in, in a in a Apple Silicon consumer product like a non pro product. Like 16 runs great, eight runs great for a lot of things. Like, but uh, uh, the Apple Silicon deals with memory and swapping and stuff much better than the old Intel chips did, much better than a lot of Windows systems did it's bonkers that they want 1600 bucks for a system with eight gigs of memory. Like that's just even saying that they are way, way off. And then they want 200 gigs for every eight gigs of memory, 200 bucks for every eight gigs of memory you want to update. And that is also way, way out of bounds.
2: And you also ha- you have no choice but to pay Apple. You can't do it on your own anymore. There was a time when you could on the iMac. You can't do it.
1: You can't get it later. You can't do any of that. And um yeah, and it's so, so you have to make that choice. And that is an, a massive markup because that extra eight gigs of memory, even if Apple's using really fast, really dense memory that costs a fortune is costing them like 50, 60 b- bucks for that extra eight gigs. Maybe that's, being pretty generous to like what they must be paying, right? So the, the markup is just highway robbery, and you have to pay it. And they and there's there's for the iMac there is no base model that has 16 gigs. So you're gonna yeah you, anyone buying an iMac look at those prices and just go go ahead and add 200 because you you should get 16. <laughs> For sure.
2: <laughs> it's also like it's a little unfair to consumers because
1: very unfair to consumers.
2: They look at the prices in the store and they say, I like the blue one. Uh they they might know that they need a little bit more storage. They might not even know that, to be honest. Right. Yeah. They're hopefully gonna walk a away with the machine asking that them in and two years. Them. Yeah, yeah, right. But 256 gigabytes sounds like a ton of storage, particularly if you're used to using an iPhone, which is less, way less than that. So they might walk away with a machine that in a year and a half feels really slow. You know, it's it's no fault of their own. With the MacBook Pro, it's also there's there's it's a similar thing that Apple did with the chips and the RAM. And it's like, you know, you're really making it very difficult for people to to pick the right computer by giving you all these options and and crippling certain parts of the the processor and the and the RAM and the memory and the storage. Right. And, you know, presumably to upsell people. But you're also the people who aren't being upsold or can't afford to to get that upsell. They're yeah. getting a machine that's 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 not what they're paying for.
1: Yeah, they're, it's like they're really trying to hit a price, a, a starting price. You know, the price that they can put on the sticker that is. I don't want to call it false, right? But it's like a kind of a well. But nobody really should buy that, and it's already high. Like we're so used to it, but. Already Apple's cheapest thing is very expensive compared to competing products. <laughs> like there, there there's no six ninety nine Apple laptop. It doesn't exist. And there's a gajillion Windows ones.
2: Yeah, you can get the M1 on sale often for like eight hundred bucks through Amazon, but that's still a thousand if you buy it through
1: Apple. Right. And it's old. It's an M1, and it's the old design. It's the old big bezels and all that other kind of stuff. Smaller battery, all the all the all the good things. That the the actual new computers they make start at for the iMac twelve ninety nine for a MacBook Air ten ninety nine. If you if you want an actual new Mac computer, you have to spend at least eleven hundred dollars. Well, I, I should I should say Mac Minis exist. They don't come with anything, <laughs> like you need monitors and all that other kind of stuff. But you can start at that at six hundred dollars, and but it's a lot. Yeah, if you want a complete Mac computer, you you have to, you're already spending at least hundreds more than relatively comparable. It's it's ca- kind of hard to massage the specs of a Windows PC or something to to be. Somewhere in the neighborhood, none of them make all aluminum enclosures and all that. Right. Well, stuff. that's so the
2: thing is that Apple spends so much time on the
1: outside that it, the corners
2: it has to cut in, in, inevitably are on the inside.
1: But it doesn't have to cut those corners. Apple is preserving a- Well,
2: that, well right. That's right. A margin. They're, yeah, exactly.
1: preserving a margin that nobody else does. And that doesn't- that helps Apple. And if you are employed by Apple, you should surely need that. But you should otherwise, if you are a consumer, say, well, no, <laughs> you, your margin doesn't benefit me. Give me a better deal.
2: <laughs> and they also, Apple literally never runs a sale ever. You'll never, at the Apple store, or Apple.com, you'll never get anything cheaper than an than MSRP
1: ever. Right. You have to pay MSRP and then you get a gift card. For which you can use to buy more Apple stuff.
2: Sometimes it's that's rare. They do it over Black Friday, occasionally, and, like, and, and sometimes the
1: Christmas but holidays. But you can, but that's, but that's what Apple considers a sale. You pay full price, and you also get a and gift. You
2: got to buy something else. <laughs> and listen, none of this is to say that this is a surprise. This is Apple. This is the way Apple has been mm-hmm. for the yeah. last twenty-five, thirty years. This is just the way they operate. And listen, it's been. Enormously successful for them. But when you get products like this, you know, you can see like where it's frustrating.
1: It's just that eight gigs being sort of the minimum, sort of what you pay when you, what you get when you buy a $1,300, $1,400, $1,500 computer, that, that stung a little bit a couple of years ago, but it wasn't egregious. It's the year of our Lord 2023. It is way beyond the pale now, especially in something that they call a MacBook Pro. And it is nice that you can now get that with a base M3 processor. You know, I'm glad they did that because not only does it kind of bring the price down, but some people want the nice display and the extra ports and stuff. They don't need a ton of CPU power; they just want those things. But that their base model for that is $1,600 and $1,800, and the difference is more storage, not more RAM. It's 512 and one terabyte. You still have to just add 200 to the price because you better get 16 gigs of RAM. You're going to spend that much. You're going to buy a $1,600 computer and you're just going to have 8 gigs of RAM. It's insane.
0: M3 MacBook Pro starts at 8 gigabytes of RAM. Upgraded all 16 gigabytes of RAM. The M3 Pro MacBook Pro starts at 18 gigabytes of RAM. Right. right. Two more gigabytes than before
1: and goes to 36 it goes in chunks of 18 it goes eighteen thirty six, and then like 96 i think or something
0: 48 all uh, the way up to
1: 120 Yeah. and then you can get max and stuff but but their their standard configs for the for for the M3 are both 8 gig machines just 512 and 1 terabyte and that's all Which to be fair
2: $200. the previous M2 Pro MacBook Pro the 13 inch mm-hmm. model that That was also eight gigs of RAM. So that's, that stays the same.
1: Yeah. And that was nuts, but it was also last year's computer. And you know, every, every year that they go on still giving you eight gigs for $1,600 plus is worse. (laughs) It's like even more crazy. I mean, honestly, you can, you get better performance with just eight gigs on Apple silicon than you used to with Intel or that you do with a Windows computer. That's true but you still definitely run out, especially if you have a bunch of tabs open and all that other kind of stuff. And it does make a difference. And it's not that expensive to Apple to go go from eight to 16. It's a, it's, you know, it is not $200. Uh, So like the only computers that they sell that should have eight gigs should be the, the entry level MacBook air, the 1099 MacBook air. I don't, I don't count them still selling the three-year-old model. i The 1099 MacBook Air and the Mac Mini. So the 15 you think should come at 16? Absolutely. Okay. At that price? God, yes. Yep. It's $1,300. I went looking just to check at wh- what do you get for sort of comparable Windows laptops. And it's, again, hard to kind of find something with the – Apple has their own sort of display resolutions and stuff, so you've got to kind of and they never have touchscreens, and a lot of the Windows laptops do. So it's it's hard to find something comparable. But it was almost impossible to find a Windows laptop over a thousand dollars that didn't have sixteen gigs of RAM or more. And and at and at sixteen hundred dollars or eighteen, they want you to pay eighteen. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. A lot of those had thirty-two gigs, thirty-two. Yeah. Discrete the GPUs. They had touchscreens. They have all this other kind of stuff. It's fine. They don't have aluminum enclosures. It doesn't matter. You're not comparing Windows and Macs. You want a Mac because you want a Mac. But good God, eight gigs—that's they should. Apple should be feel bad about.
2: this. Sorry. Here's a here's an example. <laughs> I, I'm,
1: I'm on I'm on Dell's
2: website. the The Latitude seven four seven seventy four forty laptop. Sure. They say the list price is twenty seven hundred dollars, but they're selling it for six oh yeah
1: Yeah, you can't you can't go off
2: yeah. So they're selling it for a sixteen for a little under seventeen hundred, which is about the price of the fourteen inch Pro, fourteen inch display, five twelve gigabyte SSD, which is the same, and yeah, sixteen gigabytes of RAM, uh, gigabytes of RAM. and it's a Iris Xe graphics, which is not discrete, right? Isn't that that's integrated? Right,
1: that's that's the yeah. uh, integrated. So this
2: is, this is pretty comparable. I don't know anyone mm-hmm. who's paying twenty seven hundred dollars, for this. you has got to be out of your mind, with the exception of their of the RAM, which I'll I'm going to wager that in a year and a half. The MacBook will still be running better with eight gigs of RAM than this one will be. Yeah, um, it's pretty similar. Um, so I'm looking at
1: an XPS 15
2: because they it's, have the it's sort a of fully nicer cheap display. So the display is way better on
1: Apple. Yeah, here's another dull example: an XPS 15, which is okay, like yeah. 15 inch, and they have the nicer aluminum finishes and stuff. Latest 13, fifteen dollar, fifteen fifty, and it's discrete graphics, GeForce 4050, with six gigs of RAM. 16 gigs of RAM in the system, a terabyte hard drive, and a full HD monitor. And if you want the and if you want the 2160 P monitor, it's another couple hundred bucks. Right. That's that's to to get a terabyte and sixteen gigs in a fifteen inch MacBook Pro, you're you're looking at an incredible you're looking at hundreds more, right? All right, well here's here's
2: a question for you. If Apple offered the same MacBook, the the 14 inch MacBook Pro with the M3 processor and 16 gigs of RAM, but had the display of the MacBook Air, the uh, non-ProMotion, how would you feel? Which is better? Because that's what this is. They, all these Dells I'm looking at, they all have full HD. They're not ProMotion. They're not sure. comparable to the MacBook Pro display. So which is better at that price point? Like I'm I'm just curious to see what you, what you would rather have them do.
1: I just think that then you have a MacBook Air. You just get a MacBook Air with 16 gigs. That's what makes it a MacBook Pro but uh, having having said that yeah if you just go into configurators for all of these things and choose the high resolution display and buying a windows laptop is a mess these sites it, are it, a mess yeah, but like, but you go in there and and buying even choosing a high res display and choosing you know you know a comparable high end processor and stuff like that not to mention that these core i7s at this level are faster than the base m3 we're not those are more akin to an m3 pro or m3 max right um you're you're still hundreds more for the apple Mm -hmm. laptop so i don't really think it's a case of like well you they would have to give you non-promotion non-hdr display in order to sell you a a macbook pro for sixteen hundred (laughs) dollars as 16 gigs of ram we're talking about the, uh, an extra like forty dollars of cost to Apple. No, I, I totally just get go that. from eight to sixteen. I'm just, just
2: saying that, and I'm not necessarily. I'm not trying to defend it. I, I agree with you. I think they should be six. It mm-hmm. should start at sixteen gigs of RAM, I mean, even if that raises it to sixteen ninety nine. But just looking at these these Dell, here, here, so here's an XPS fifteen with an OLED three and a half K. Oh, what, an OLED display. We're now we're in, yeah now we're yeah, yeah now we're in right. So now we're now we're comparable, maybe better. One terabyte yeah. oh. hard drive, thirty-two gigs of RAM. That list price is twenty-eight hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, the, forget list price. They, they're, all right, so they're, that's, they're selling that's it for a Dell free. trick. Yeah, that's a Dell trick just to make everything always be on sale. That's
2: or he, here's one that's listed for three thousand, no sale. Fifteen point six inch. That's a touch display, so it, it's it's hard to compare those.
1: Yeah, and and all this other stuff. But the other one you said, you said thirty-two gigs and a terabyte, right?
2: Yeah, thirty-two gigs and a terabyte
1: and a fifteen-inch.
2: With an OLED, it's also touch, but um, an OLED. Yeah, it's
1: OLED. touch and it's OLED and stuff and like that. And NVIDIA
2: GeForce 4060, which is good.
1: Yeah, a better GPU than a Core a base M3. So that's actually close to the M3 Max, is what that is.
2: Yeah. So we're and and that's they're selling that on sale, you know, whatever for twenty three hundred, which is that's actually mm-hmm. cheaper than the sixteen inch any of them. So like as you say, it's it's really a minefield trying to pick out which Windows laptop
1: to buy. It is, or, or to compare against, but that's, you know, that's like saying, hey, that's like the M3 Max, the base M3 Max, right? Which you can, it's 36 gigs instead of 32, you can't, because they're on a different thing. But like, that's the comparable chip they have in a discrete GPU. That's a terabyte of memory, et cetera. And the 14-inch version of that is $3,200. And what'd you say theirs was, 2300 hundred? Twenty, yeah. It's like nine hundred dollars difference. Yeah, it, that's not difference. again. It, apples. There's some apples and oranges stuff in there. There's build quality on the Macs better, and there, but there's no touchscreen. But there's this. But there's not that. It, it's. I just think any way you slice it, sixteen hundred dollars should be sixteen gigs of. Yes. Storage. No. I'm, I'm. I. I, I mean, of RAM or and, and or more. And leave the eight gig models for not not something that you label pro. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's been – that 13-inch has been
2: forever a Pro, and it wasn't, and it was 8 gigs. The 13-inch – I'm sorry, the 14-inch M3 MacBook Pro, with the exception of the display, which is very, very good, it's not mm-hmm. really a Pro machine. It's a, it's a MacBook Air as far as what you're doing with it.
1: Yeah, you get that. You get – slots. You get HDMI and the SD card slot.
2: Sure, which is
1: But that display is great. That is a good the reason. It's got awesome. ProMotion, it it's yeah, got it's HDR, fantastic. it's a good reason to to spend more money.
2: But do people care? Cuz the MacBook Air display, is really good too. It's like looking at the iPad uh, 10th gen versus the iPad Air. Like they're both very, very good displays. You put
0: them next to each other, they're like really good. But one's on uh, the 150 bucks. So the M3 features this dynamic cache yes okay would dynamic caching help with an eight gigabyte machine
1: not no it's it's not about how much ram your applications are using it's about telling the gp it's about shifting the amount of the ram that is reserved for the gpu up and down you know dynamically at runtime and it's supposed to increase gpu utilization meaning your the, the the gpu part of the chip is waiting around for data less and and gets more fully utilized but in terms of things like hey i keep 10 browser tabs open and then this other app and zoom and that and this other thing it's not really going to make a difference that's not really what that
0: does. A little backgrounder. So, Apple chips use what they call unified memory. So, essentially, the CPU and the GPU are using the same. Yeah, and it's close to the chip and all that stuff.
1: As do all the Windows laptops. With integrated
0: GPUs. With integrated GPUs,
1: which are a
0: lot of them. So, it's not not really like a new implementation of technology. it's It's
1: not some crazy new thing.
0: So, Apple introduced dynamic caching, which is supposed to optimize the GPU performance. So it doesn't really affect, say for instance, I'm running a CPU intensive process that also happens to be an instance where I am kind of stressing the GPU. So that dynamic caching is really just about GPU optimizations. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out in case people, because I could see going into an Apple store and going, I don't know if a customer going, I don't think 8 gigabytes is enough. And then some Apple rap clerk saying, but there's dynamic caching. You don't have to worry about that. But that's not really correct.
1: Yeah. And honestly, you're only going to get 8 gigs on the base M3. The M3 Pro and Max start at 18 or 36. Um, You're not gaming on an M3 anyway. A base M3? Like, I'm sure you can play games that are the equivalent of your mobile games and stuff like that but like the real intense gaming the stuff that has a lot uses a lot of detailed textures and all the other stuff and requires a lot of ram are going to run pretty badly on a base m3 anyways
2: yeah apple even apple says that dynamic uh, caching significantly increases performance for the most demanding pro apps and games like it has nothing to do with like safari and mail like not that it has nothing to do with it but you're not going to notice it uh, at that level
1: things like CAD applications and 3D modeling applications that those things are RAM hogs and stuff. And it's just, you know, being able to dynamically adjust how much is the GPU get versus the CPU. That's the, that's the game there. It's going to be sometime down the line where you go, why is it slow? And you may not even realize that, well, because I got eight gigs of RAM and I didn't know because I've, Got nothing but Apple's my whole life. I didn't know that 8 gigs really wasn't enough for now in the future, right? (laughs) Like for the year 2025, right? So iPhone storage
2: forever was 8 gigs, right? Like how long do we have this conversation probably on this podcast? Like why do they keep giving people 8 gigs? It's not enough. Yeah. And now it's not an issue. Now they give 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 more than most people need. So maybe in like four years, we'll be getting base models with 32
0: gigs. (laughs) We'll see. No,
1: they're going to finally go up to 16 years later. And then
0: it won't be enough then because technology has changed.
1: Yeah, we'll get one year of us going, well, finally, they updated it. But then that goodwill will be lost because the year after that, you'll be like, everybody else is 32. <laughs> like, And forever and ever, Apple will give you five gigs of iCloud storage. <laughs> That's been the amount for like 20 years.
0: That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 864. Thanks to Jason Cross and Michael Simon. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. One programming note the Macworld Podcast will be taking a break during the week of November 20th. We will return with a new episode on November 29th. You can subscribe to the Macworld podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. Do you have any comments or questions? Send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through X. That's at Macworld or on threads. That's at Macworld underscore HQ or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See ya next time.